Welcome to Healthy Dad, Wealthy Life. Wealthy Life, the ultimate channel destination for dads striving for more. So grab your gym clothes, golf clubs, financial plan, and dad jokes as we embark on our journey to better our health, build our wealth, and grow as fathers. Here are your hosts, AJ and Corey. All right, we're live. We're live. Holy shit. Crap. <laughs> Sorry. I think if anybody knows who we are, they're going to realize that there's going to be a couple, not choice words. We got the game on. Houston leading 10-7 Cleveland. Some people would be wondering how we're watching the game on a Saturday when we said we were recording on a Friday. We, we did record yesterday. We messed up. Yeah. The audio is good. Audio, phenomenal. We uh, we found out your camera can only record for... 29 minutes, 59 seconds. Yeah. Shuts off. Yeah. Something to do with cannons. Like, they have to call it a camcorder if it tapes over that, or else they have to change the licensing or something. I'm, I'm That's not what sure. the Canon uh, representative on uh, Reddit told me. I think you're going to have to upgrade your... your Canon rep. Crappy camera. You mean we're going to have to upgrade That's right. my yeah, crappy we, camera. Yeah. This is our podcast. True. Welcome. Welcome, viewers. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about today? So, we're going to give a little update on dad stuff, life stuff, mm-hmm. wealth. Mm-hmm. I've got a little wealth tip. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Quick one. Um, are we going to do a health thing Yeah, real we'll, quick? we'll see if we get there. Okay. And then main topic. So, yeah, the, the hope of this is that every single week we're going to kind of have a little um, agenda and then we're going to get to the main topic, which today is divorce, divorce. So it's going to be a good, good time. Only one of us has any expertise on that. As of now. Wow. <laughs> JK, JK. Trying to stay <laughs> healthy. <laughs> <All Okay>. right. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, Gosh, no. what, uh, give me some dad life this week. All right. So, uh, let's start off with this morning and then you can go back throughout the week. I guess it happened last night, then went to this morning. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, let's, let's start with my oldest, Miles. He's 12. We are deep, our family, three boys, deep into basketball season right now. Um, Miles plays every sport, played quarterback, football the last two years, never hurt, never gets injured, never had any issues. Um, you know, I'm sitting in the, uh, we're in a tournament right now, and I'm sitting in the stands, and one of the parents goes, hey, Miles is crying. I'm like, oh, no idea. Like, he doesn't cry. It's like some of his back. So I went down there. I thought he had hit his back, like, on the wall warming up or stretching or something. Said so he was stretching, and something in his back either pulled or um, uh, he wasn't sure what happened, but f- full of tears coming Not down. during the game. Stretching pregame. Just stretching, not doing anything strenuous at all. And I'm talking rolling tears. Never seen that ever. Takes after you. Yeah, that's right. Soft. <laughs> I was going to say never cry. <laughs> but um, so we, uh, what do we put on? What did I tell you? Tiger Balm? Tiger Balm. Tiger Balm. Um, and I tried to rub the muscle. I mean, I'm just trying to do everything I can to get him to play. He, he did end up playing. Um, I think he had like 13 points, but still wasn't right. I mean... We got destroyed, to be honest with you. So, points don't really matter because game was over. But yeah, um, so I text you last night. Yeah, last night, and um, 
After our failed podcast. After our failed podcast. Took them to you this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you want to describe kind of some of the stuff you did on him? That'd be part of We did. We did everything. We did a lot, yeah. <laughs> we did. Uh, we didn't adjust. I didn't think it was necessary to adjust. I think he has a little muscle strain. But we did Graston or uh, like a scraping technique. We did. That's what I told some other people scraping. Yeah, we did. We used some biofreeze and some just cocoa butter, strip out his muscles. We did cupping. We did flexion. We did stim. I taped him and vibe plated him. Yeah, so I mean, if he can't play, which is, uh, he's got a game in about 40 Four. minutes, so yeah. we're going to see what happens. Well, when we got done, we we tested some things, and he's scared because he knew how much it hurt last night. So we did some stretching. He was petrified to try to touch his toes yep. just to get some flexion in the spine. I mean, I've never seen him like that. It yeah. was it was, it was kind of hard for me to yeah to deal with, honestly. Yeah, he was crying. No, he just, was crying in your office. He was crying in a little, couple and tears. Not because he's, like, he was pain. He was, he in, was pain. in pain, yeah. Yeah, it's not like he's a baby. He's a tough kid. You know what I like? Refused but, to tell me any time it hurt, by the way. Yeah, I love that. I can tell in his eyes. But. Um, You know what I love is that you asked him 0 to 10 how much pain. I don't know if you do that with your patients or not, but. It's just easy for somebody like me on the outside, whenever my, like Miles, he's, he's 12. He's like, oh, that's like a, like a seven. And you're like, you know, 10's like, got to go to the emergency room, your arm's chopped off. Correct. You have to put that in perspective because yeah. people are like, I'm going to, they walk in my office, they're like, I'm at a 10. Yeah. I'm like, you just walked in my office, you're not at a 10. Like, if you walked yeah. into my office, you're not at a 10. But that's good. Yeah. So, but uh, we tested before Viplate. Then we put him on Viplate for about eight to 10 minutes. And uh, we Is walked the into little, the mid, yeah. The, thing? Yep. Okay. And we walked into the office and I said, touch a ceiling and he had this like little baby jump (laughs) touch a ceiling so he got a little deeper i'm like dude it's i promise you if 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 you get hurt we'll take care of it touch a ceiling and then he got a little bit more confident a little more more confident because he realized it wasn't hurting as much as he Mm -hmm. thought it was gonna hurt and to the end he could i mean he was getting there and i think if he just does a good warm-up tonight he'll be okay we shall see yeah i will say i want to take it back to the beginning whenever i first brought him in your office and you were kind of pushing around Tess, and he's like, you're like, does that hurt? And he's like, nope, nope, <laughs> I nope. Like, and I go, don't make me out to be a liar yeah, here, like, buddy. You told me you were hurt. <laughs> I did everything to him. Nothing hurt. I'm like, why, why are you here right now? And then he's like, well, it only hurts when I'm flexing down. I'm like, well, you got to let me know that. Yeah. Um, All right, what else happened this week? Slept with Miles. Hopefully um, he plays good tonight. Yes. Thank you. Two games, so we're going to see. I, I did all the, the recommendation, or I told him everything, told Sandy to take care of everything. We'll see how that goes. But Good. Um, this morning I had, uh, so Cam, my little one, six years old, we had his first, uh, upward basketball practice and, uh, somehow I got named the, uh, the head coach. I said, Hey, his name's Dave that runs the whole thing. I said, Hey, I'll help out. Next thing you know, email head coach, head coach AJ AJ. I go, <laughs> okay, this is, uh, this is never, never coached or played basketball in my life. Looks like we got a Browns touchdown playoff game here. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> All right. Um, Sorry, go ahead. So, no, so that was good. It was an hour. He started crying twice because he didn't want practice to, to end. Oh, he's having a blast then. He's having a blast. He loves basketball. You also told me that as head coach, you've just made your two other sons coach them. I did bring them along. I thought that would be an intelligent move by me is be like, hey, I've never coached basketball. I, I like watching basketball a lot. I've gotten involved in it pretty heavily lately. Um, and I was like, hey, Miles, hey, just, just run some drills you run there, and then I'll kind of pick up what we're doing here. It was great. Good. It's good for them too. Yeah, ten out of ten. And uh, probably the most happy I've been as a as a father in a long time, honestly. Um, 
almost started tear, but I do not cry very often, but this made me very proud. Um, Corey knows I'm very tough on, uh, on my kids. I understatement of the century. Yeah. But in a good way, I just want them to be the best they can be. I truly feel that way. And it's, uh, so it's a little tough love for me sometimes. You go, not that you're, you just take some things to extremes. Yeah. Like, Cleaning up their food while they're in the middle of That's eating. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about use your manners, be respectful, listen to your coaches. Yeah, but uh, you, you, in all good. aspects of their lives, they can't. Like it's, you have a military house. That's right, baby. I should. I. That's what do I always tell you. What do I tell you? I said, I should have been. My goal growing up, I was like, I want to be a Navy SEAL, and uh, I still feel that way. But anyways. However, you're 33 and financial yeah, advisor, no I'm military over, experience. I got some good Thank military. you to all of our actual military out there. Yeah, big supporter. He's rocking green today like That's he's right. acting I'm gonna like it. I'm going to put this up there. Um, so, middle kid, Hayden, 10 years old, uh, basketball. So, I got a text from one of the coaches. We'll name names. Um, this was at 9.54 Wednesday night. said, hey, just want to brag on Hayden. I ran practice tonight without the head coach, and the other boys just didn't respond and listen. Uh, like they do with the head coach, no. So no matter how much the you know the replacement yelled, nothing changed. Said Hayden was consistently being a leader, doing the right thing, not messing around, and getting on the other boys who were not listening and messing around. Um, said he's a great kid, could talk all day about his athletic ability, but his attitude is awesome. He's a great team player and a leader. That's exactly what you want to hear as a father. Yeah, that one hit home. I can't Heck lie. Yeah. Like even talking about it now, I get a little, I get a little emotional because I just. I, it means a lot to me whenever I get those. And like whenever my old uh, or my kids spend the night or, or go out with other parents, I get that a lot. I try that. Unbelievable. I love that. Um, and you're, you know, your kids are awesome. But I try to always, when I have kids who come to my office and they're, you can tell they're good kids and they're acting respectful, I make it a point to tell their parents, hey, you did a damn good job. Yeah. Because I think it means a lot to a parent knowing. Because you know, if you have a good kid, you know they're a good kid. But hearing from another person that they're a good kid, it's like, okay, it's not just my thoughts. Like, I am doing a good job. Yeah, and I will say, so along with, you know, the tough love that I give, I, I need to do a better job as a father of also showing that I'm proud and I love them. So yeah. um, whenever I put them to bed, I kind of read it to them, and I said, hey, I'm very proud of you. Heck yeah. I'm, and we had, we had a little moment there, and it was good. It made, you could see, like, I could visibly see it made him really happy. So... You have to also tell them about the video you sent to our group last night. Was that last night? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hayden. Um, <laughs> yes, that was awesome. Same kid. Yeah, posted on my Instagram if you guys want to watch it. Phenomenal video. So Hayden, once again, middle kid, he plays with a little bit of an attitude, which yeah. I love. He's always had an attitude. Yeah, so he. I think, edge. I think he stole the ball, uh, took it down, got fouled, still made the shot. Finished with his left hand, right? He's left-handed. So oh, I take that back. Yeah. So I, that with his dominant hand. Yeah. With so his that's hand. why Miles said today he doesn't have a right hand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so after he made the shot, got fouled, and uh, he kind of gave a little little vocal. I'm pretty he, sure he said like "Let's go" or uh -huh. he was hyped. I'm gonna hope he didn't say a cuss word, but I'm he sure hyped. he was probably thinking about it. And uh, yeah, he, he did a little talk, and it was awesome. And I, I, it was uh, not disrespectful. Wasn't talking no, just at fired anyone. Up, fired up. Wasn't talking at another coach at another player. Just like to his teammates, he's like, "Let's go!" He was pumped. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was really proud of that. It was a cool video. Yeah, I like that. But uh, I think that's that's about all I got for my nice. kids' dad I life. I don't have too much of my 
my youngest back to school this week. Um, this was the one that going into school we were not that we were worried about it. I, both my girls are phenomenal, but she's the feisty one, so we didn't know like how being around other kids just structure wise. She but she she kills the game every day. We haven't heard a single bad thing. Um, she's awesome. The only story I have this week was Erica was um, out of town for work from, I think, Friday to, to Wednesday. So Wednesday is my normal day to keep the kids, um, but she just got back in town. She's like, Can I, do you care if I pick the kids up and they stay with me tonight? I'm like, absolutely. She's like, let me bring these guys some dinner, and I'll hang out with them for a little while, and then all yours. So thir- I, I take the girls to school every morning. She take, she picks them up every day. Um. But Thursday morning is um, usually they're with me Wednesday night. I take them to school Thursday morning. But I had to pick them up from her apartment. <clears throat> and uh, we're on a strict schedule in the morning because I have to be work on time. Obviously, because I have patience to see. So we're in the car at 7.15 on the road. I think 7.20-ish rolls around. They open the door. Erica and Kennedy. No <laughs> Colby to be found. I'm like, what's going on? Erica's like, she didn't like whatever outfit... She picked out the night before, didn't fit right, so she's on her closet floor refusing to get dressed. So 10 minutes later go by, they come down, Colby's in tears. I go, what's wrong? She's like, I hate my outfit. Mom picked it out. Erica's like, just get in the car. So we get in the car. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And she's in tears. This is the worst day ever. I'm like, listen, this is unacceptable. I I know you're having a bad morning, but dad, I have to be at work. This cannot happen. So we had a little come to Jesus meeting on the way to on the way to work. Uh, well, I was so late that I took Kennedy to Zion and had to drive to my office and have Tommy get in my car and in my truck and take Colby to school because I already have patients in the office. Like this is how late we were. Yeah, running. I got you. So we had a we had a stern talking to. A little bit of a pinch there. Yeah, but then I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> so the one uh, one of the. Uh, perks of being on the school board is I know all the admin and secretaries and everything. So I messaged uh, Kyle's sister, who's Shannon, who's the secretary at the, the Bethalto East. Bethalto, yeah. And uh, I was drawn like that for a second <laughs> as well. I was like, my kid goes there too. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, Hey, uh, can I pick up, can I, uh, come grab Colbs out of class for a couple minutes? She's like, yeah. She's like, just let me know when you get here. So, uh, I got there and Colbs sitting in the office waiting for me and she comes around. I'm like, what's up? She's like, what's up? I'm like, you still mad at me? She's like, well, no. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I was like, uh, I just wanted to make sure you weren't mad at me for getting on you a little bit this morning. She's like, not at all. I was like, all right, well, I love you. She's like, I love you too. Did you you drive all this way to tell me you love me? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, that's crazy. <laughs> she just walks back into school. And uh, all this way is like three minutes from my yeah. office to the school. Um, but it was cool because uh, Erica texted me later that night and she's like, Colby was so excited to tell me that you pulled her out of class to tell you loved her. And she's like, I have the best dad in the world. And I was like, that, that just, you know, I, I felt, I was still mad because yeah. I was late for work. It but means a lot to you. Yeah. Like it's just those little things like that. Man. Little things. Yeah. So that's my dad update for the week. That's awesome. I got nothing else. That'll help play into uh, some of the stuff we talk about later. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, before we jump to the next topic here, uh, we got the, the Texans now winning 14 or 17, 14, 17, 14. Oh, yeah. hey, let's. what are we doing tonight? Oh, yeah. So tonight we are going to uh, Carmine's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Eight guys to Eight. a steak night, steakhouse yeah. dinner. Date yeah. night. 
And then we're going to see uh, Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. And where, Shout where's out. it at? I don't know. It starts with Chesterfield. The uh... can't remember the name, but we're going to see Shane. Factory. Factory. Gosh, damn. Is that, is that right? Why don't we say Foundation? I don't know why. I don't know. Is it Factory? It is Factory. Yeah, you're you're correct. Huge Shane Gillis fan. Yeah. He is my favorite comedian right now by v- far. Very vulgar. Very, he's hilarious though. But once again, you're going to see a comedian, and yeah. whenever I'm going, I want the full experience. I, we live in a world where you just can't say anything anymore. But comedies are one outlet where they just get to say whatever the hell they want, and it's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I've watched about seventeen, excuse me, seventeen thousand YouTube or uh, TikTok videos of Shane and his little dude. His little skit speeches. on his cousin with Down syndrome syndrome. Yeah. With the grilled cheese? <laughs> I'm not making grilled I'm not, cheese, Dad. I'm, not, I'm making grilled cheese. It's, like I'm the, not coming it, it's, it's the funniest My thing in the world. The funniest one is whenever he's not even doing a sk- What is he? He's on the airplane. Have you seen oh him on the airplane? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the by far. Yeah. The if you haven't seen that skit, Shane a, goes I'm on the a airplane. a little bit it's, bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's obviously, it's not a real thing, but they're going down on an airplane. Yeah. And uh, I've watched that. Everybody's like calling times. their loved ones. He's like calling this business that screwed his car over or something he just starts screaming at the guy or something like that yeah, right my favorite part is probably not something i want to disclose in the podcast but uh just listen to it then yeah, it's just good listen to he's it. good he's yeah. he's hilarious big it's fan just, it's just because it's, it's funny he's good he's i mean you can look him up he's yeah. been on rogan uh uh three or four times now, i know yeah but twice. he's on the uh gosh he's on it all the time with the four guys ari shafir oh, yeah, yeah that's mark, right that's mark right. uh what's mark's last name I'm Gosh, drawing a blank damn. now, but I, I know what you're talking about, where they have multiple comedians on at mm-hmm. one time. Yeah, yeah, they have their it's a, their own subset of the Rogan podcast. Yeah, I can't. Remember I'm not gonna be able to come up with that one. I would be able to look at it, but it's on my phone that's recording this yeah. because our camera timed out, so we're yeah. using an iPhone again. Yeah, hopefully the video turns out good. Anyway, that's our plans tonight. Uh, it's gonna be a good one. I'm excited. I got a uh, probably gonna have a couple bourbons tonight. By the way, I'm gonna have a couple glasses of wine. Yeah, big bourbon guy. If they got some good bourbon, we'll see. We shall see. You know, I'm not sure. In moderation, though, because we're trying to be more healthy, of course, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, this isn't a a, uh, a daily experience for us. It's a have some steak and some uh, wine with the boys. And, yeah. To that be sounds a, so ridiculous, by to, the way. To be 100% transparent. So, obviously, now with your, your divorce situation, which obviously we're, we are going to dig into. But um, I don't get many of these nights, to be honest with you. And that's... So whenever yep. they do come around, like I'm excited, we have a DD. We're being responsible. Yeah, seriously. He's doing and, 75 uh, hard. Yeah, and like I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited. Yeah, you know, like I don't just. Our DD going to be a guest here in a couple weeks. Yes, our first. I think he's going to be our first guest. You just put a timeline on it. Yeah, I mean, he said anytime. Yeah, Jimmy D is always. Free. I know, but you said a couple weeks that like puts a lot of pressure. I just got anxiety about me and you trying to make sure it's all set up properly. Yeah, we have to <laughs> figure out how to work another mic and get a podcast going. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We're still on YouTube. Yeah. All right. You told me not to look at this, but I want to make sure I get the joke right. I got a little silly dad joke I saw online. I'm going to share it. I'm going to try to come up with one every week, and maybe you can add one if you want. How many tentacles does it take to make a squid laugh? Tentacles. tentacles. You're such a toddler. <laughs> Damn it. Who, who doesn't know that? I don't know. I saw it on LinkedIn. Did you hear right? the joke about the pizza? Never mind. It's too cheesy. Ugh. 
That was so much better than your 10 tickles. I don't know about that. Kenny, my youngest tells me. It would have been funny if you just let me finish a freaking joke. (laughs) No, everyone knows that one. Gosh, My Kennedy always tells me the pizza joke. She's like, joke about the pizza, Dad? Never mind. Too cheesy. And just walks away. (laughs) She thinks she's so funny. Too cheesy. I'm I'm a little pissed off right now. 10 tickles. I'm going to come up with some better ones. 10 tickles. Anyways, I saw it on LinkedIn. I kind of giggled. And I was like, oh, that'd be a good one for the podcast. Whatever whatever this is. It's the podcast. Podcast. All right. That was an awful joke. I apologize to everybody listening, um, all five viewers. I'll have something better next time. I think we have more than that. Yeah. I've had a lot of people tell me how awful our podcast is, oh. which means we have <laughs> listeners. Hey, negative bad press is still good press? Yeah. Uh, is that right? Something like that. All right. I'm not sure if that's exactly the Di- wording. But. Let's, let's, uh, let's transition. All right. I'm going to try to do a little bit of wealth building uh, 101. That's kind of the topic here. I want to put a wealth topic in. Once again, disclosure time. I almost forgot. This is, what, what's our what's our disclosure? This is going to be at the end of our videos, but we're still working on that. This is all opinion-based. Yes. I'm going to let it you, is go, you go with it. Our take on everything. This is not professional health or wealth advice. If you would like to check or... <laughs> further expand on, on this advice or opinions contact your cert your actual wealth or health professional yes, it's also in the back of our podcast if you yeah. listen to the whole thing which we hope you get to the end of um Ooh. you'll hear this anyway that was close yes so i'm just going to go over some general wealth stuff if you guys got any ideas please let me know but i'm just trying to help as many people as i can right this is Absolutely. general information this is every single client I have or person I talk to has a literally a different plan. I've never met somebody with the same exact circumstances. So um, my whole point of this is just to help give some tips to help as many people as I possibly can. That's really the goal of, of this topic for me. So I like it. Um, I'm going to start off here. I'm going to go over some a little bit, some, some facts about um, just the general American population slash households. And some of these statistics are pretty crazy. But the general discussion is, hey, we got to start saving early and often. Doesn't ha- mean it has to be a lot. Doesn't mean, you know, it has to be a certain percentage per se. Doesn't mean, you know, it shouldn't be a competition with anybody else. I think that's the biggest thing in today's world. You, you, you get on Instagram, you get on Facebook, you see all these people that have all these nice cars, these nice houses, but they might not have any money saved for retirement. It might all be a show. Or you got some people that, you know, drive an old car and they, They don't look like they have a lot of money. And then I've met some and I'm like, they're absolutely loaded. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to run your own race before I kind of jump into this. But just start saving early. It could be five bucks, could be 50 bucks um, and get with your local professional or whoever you use to actually make sure you're investing it properly in the right type of account. Not really going to jump into that today. Um, But start. But start. Please do it. Make it a habit. Um, I think we talked about in the past consider it a bill and don't ever look at it yeah i put I, it on auto draft never look at it it's a bill it's a bill for your future it's the only bill that you'll actually it's ever going to like to pay because it's going to pay off in the in the end yes um i think there's a very common misconception before i jump into these these uh statistics everybody always says oh i'll start saving money um you know whenever i start making more money you will never do that it's very 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 difficult you have to start the habit it's a habit well, the more money you have, the more cool things you can do. Yeah, it's and it, I call it lifestyle creep, keep lifestyle creep, 
not yeah, not the other one. Um, because the more you make, the more stuff you're going to buy. Nicer car, nicer truck, nicer house, nicer vacations, nicer clothes, whatever it is, right? You're going to spend more. New golf clubs probably in our, our case, but um, <laughs> or keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. So I think starting early, doing it often, run your own race. Um, what else? So I think the easiest thing for people to think about if you're listening to this is I call it reverse budgeting. So whether you can save, you got to pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. What that means to me is whether you can save 5% or start small and incrementally go up, 5%, 10%, 50%, 20%, whatever that number is that you can legitimately afford, um, save that on the side. So say it's 20%. Save that, invest it, make sure you have an emergency fund. Three to six months is kind of a general rule of thumb. Always going to be a rainy day. Um, and then that 80%, do whatever the heck you want with it. If you have yeah. left over to buy a nice car and that's the decision you want to make, knock yourself out. You're already doing a good thing. You're already doing You're already saving. You want to spend more on a vacation, right? Do it. But you have to, you have to take care of that first. Yes. I think we talked about uh, a little bit last time, and we've talked about in the past. I think we hashed it out. I think it was this book that's literally right behind me. I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's called Profit First, and I, I'm pretty sure you introduced me to that. And I at the office, I told you I broke up. I have four different accounts where I have an an income account. Um, an operating expenses account, a taxes account, and a profit account. Yeah. Um, and I pull money out first to pay myself, and then I can, if you do that, you will live in your means because that's gone, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like You're paying I, yourself first. I separate that, and then I can adjust my lifestyle based off this. Perfect. As opposed to, Lifestyle on this, and then every anything extra goes into that. They'll never be never going to be extra ever. I put here, fill that bowl up fully every month, and then live off that. Perfect. Because that's what I have. I, I can't overextend on that. If that is here, guess what? I'm gonna overextend yeah. into it. And then you're right. I'm never. No matter if I make fifty thousand or five hundred thousand, that if if I if I don't separate that first, I'm gonna live up to that five hundred thousand. Yeah, and I always tell people, I'm like, hey, open as many bank accounts. Usually there's not a cost uh, as, as you want and label them. Like I have one called mm-hmm. taxes. I have one called emergency savings. I have one called checking. Yes. Excuse me. I have one uh, one business account, right? Like I have all these accounts. You can do vacation account. You can do future pool account. You and can do finished basement account. Banks will never, as long as you have like that minimum $200 in yeah, there, hundred bucks. they will let you have as many accounts as you want. I think people like don't understand that that is perfectly fine. But yeah, and you're giving that dollar a purpose. I think or, this or, I think this guy does envelopes every you're month. You probably uh, I don't know about that. I, you're There's st- another maybe I'm about Dave Ramsey probably. No, I'm not, you know. Man, I'm, if you talk envelopes and money, I you think know I'm not a Dave Ramsey. Fan. <laughs> Wait, he has some good principles. Yeah, but overall I'm just for the, you're right. We've talked yeah. about this for the we'll dive into I do, that. I do not agree with everything. We'll dive into that on a later thing. That'd be a great Podcast, we can just talk it. about Dave Ramsey for an entire podcast. We can argue about it, all that jazz. Moral of the story is, you can separate. Every bank will allow you to do this. Yeah. Separate your things so you know what you can and can't do. Because if you don't, again, if I just leave that in here and I want to buy some a, a new set of golf clubs that month, 
and I haven't already did that, guess what? I'm like, I have plenty of time to save before retirement. I'll just get the clubs now. When in reality, maybe you save for a couple months before you get the clubs. Yeah. So whenever I think about this stuff, and I am not perfect by oops, sorry, by, by uh, any means, right? So like I try to audit myself every at least at least once a month. I have Excel spreadsheets business, Excel spreadsheets personal, and I audit where I'm spending my money and like you know, we talked about it on our failed podcast earlier. If you go through that, you're like, holy crap, like mm-hmm. just some small tweaks and adjustments. You can save a, a lot, lot of money. Yes. I'm not going to put a number on it because it's probably different for everybody. But And some people are smarter than other people when it comes to saving correctly and not spending nonsense. Yeah. But I promise you, if you look at your bank account and you break it down and you really look at it, the amount you'll start cooking at home and taking your lunch to work is going to blow your mind. Random trips to the gas station, random buys on Amazon that you don't really need, but you're like, oh, I could use it today, when in reality you could probably just not use it. Yeah. It, it, that stuff stacks up. Yeah, and I, I do want to hit home real quick here. You'll get a lot of people that will push back and say, well, you only live once. You only do that. Well, the problem with that is the older you get, you're only talking about yourself right now. The odds are that you're going to live much longer and you're going to feel completely different whenever you're 50, 60, 70 years mm-hmm. old and you have zero money saved or very little and you're forced to work because you have no money. What did you tell me? What did you tell me the average person in the United States has in Ooh. their bank account? Was it bank account? So average median retirement savings? Retirement savings. For American households. For the, the median. The median. The median. I, I said yeah, I that. said well, I don't think people are smart to smart enough to save correctly. This so is my retirement guess, savings correct to live on for the rest of their lives, which means let's say an average person is retired at sixty five and they live to ninety. That's twenty five years. So I just did some quick math in my head. I'm like, I don't think people are are gonna be good at this. So I'm gonna say six hundred thousand. Yeah. And you looked at me and you said <laughs> eighty seven thousand dollars. Eighty seven thousand dollars. That so they're banking. Well, we discuss. Yeah, we're bank. We discuss. They're banking on Social Security. Yeah, which was never meant for that. Correct, but they're just going to live on that. that. But yes, and so again, what we talked about last time. This could be you paid off your house, you paid off your cars. Like you may have zero debt, but you have eighty-seven thousand dollars in Social Security to live on for the next 20, 25, 30 years. Yeah, and I'm going to do this on the fly here, but um, you're actually really good at math too, but. If you had eighty-seven thousand dollars saved over thirty years, is three. You know how much you know how much you can take out per year. For how many years? For how many years? For thirty years, three thousand four hundred eighty dollars, or two hundred ninety dollars a month. That's yeah. how much eighty-seven thousand dollars will technically produce for you every year, or every month. Two hundred ninety bucks. That's not going to get you very far. No, no. <laughs> Good. I hope your roof. I hope your roof doesn't have a leak, and you don't need a new roof. Yeah. So I hope your air conditioning doesn't go out. I hope it's not fourteen degrees and your uh, furnace blows because you are up shit creek. Yeah, not great. Um, another stat I had for you here. So, the average American has one hundred and three thousand dollars in consumer debt, not including their mortgage. So that's mostly comprised of student loans, credit cards, car loans. I don't think that's bad. Yeah. but That was lower than I thought it was going to be. The, you, the issue is, though, is the interest rates associated with these, in my opinion. 
Especially credit cards. Usually a credit card balance is anywhere like 16, I would say, to 24% is the, is the most common, um, which is awful. Absolutely terrible. The worst possible thing you can do is pay 16 to 24%. Now, if you have zero options and you can't borrow it from Aunt Janine, Janine or Uncle Bill or whatever it is, I mean, that is the last possible route I would take. Now, you are not advocating to not get credit cards. You're advocating no. to so, pay them off monthly or as in you do, you when you run a card, you pay it every day. Yeah, I Because having a credit card, very smart, because you can use the bonuses of it if you do it correctly. Yeah, but I will say... We should dive into credit cards. We should. I'm going to throw my... I'm not going to dig too deep in here, but I will say I do own a credit card. I pay it every day. That doesn't mean I recommend that. I'm very, uh, like, I don't know what's the word. What's a good word for that? You just take care of it. Yeah, so... If you have a credit card, odds are, though, you're going to spend money more freely, technically. I think that that's been proven on a lot of studies than if you used cash or a debit card. And I think that's Dave Ramsey's point, by the way. I would even say that I spend more money with a debit card than cash. Because if I can swipe something, it's gone. Like, I'm not even paying attention to it. I get what you're saying. Like, it's still coming out of your bank account as opposed to paying it later. But And I get, I get the difference, but... If I have to hand someone cash and I have a set amount of cash in my pocket, I'm going to hold it on a little tighter. Yeah, I think most people would disagree about your credit card versus No, no, card no. I'm not saying that I, I agree with you 100%. You see but that sucker I'm come sa- out of your account? Yeah, but I'm saying even for me, even credit or even debit card versus cash is a difference too. Oh, yes. I credit cash- card is bigger than all of them, but I'm saying debit card versus cash is even oh, bigger in my mind. Yes. It's big in my mind too. 100%. It's just we're becoming a cashless society, so it's... Which is... A- it's tough. Another topic for another day. Yeah. But anyways, just be responsible. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing. Um, so 103000 if you're paying a high interest rate, it's it's tough. Interest rates last year went through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, inflation was through the roof. It's just like, you know, people always come to me and they say, hey, should I pay off debt or invest money? That's like the biggest thing. And usually, you know, the past few, like a few years ago, it was always like, hey, if you can get three or four percent, I'm like, hey, if you can't sleep at night and you hate debt, I'm like, the answer is probably, probably, once again, general advice here, to pay off the debt just because if you can't, if you're losing sleep and you bugs you that much, then you, yeah, it's not mathematically the best, but it is probably best to pay it off. But mathematically, over a long ter- over a long period of time, you should be able to get as long as you have good investments and you understand what you're doing, you should be able to get much higher than three to four percent. So your net worth would be much higher long term if you invested and paid the minimum. Correct. But what you told me last time was Oh, did I contradict myself? Yeah. <laughs> Slightly. Not really. You said which in, is bad for business. Ooh. But Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not your take on this. You're trying to do the what's best for the client. You said someone comes to you in 20,000 fiduciary. Hashtag you said someone comes to you in twenty thousand dollars with a credit card debt at a 10, 15 percent interest rate and asks you and they say, Hey, why well, don't want to start investing? Your first thing is absolutely not. I can't get you ten to fifteen percent on any invest on average, you're gonna yes. have good years. Yeah. Bull last years. Year, last year was a great year. Yeah, but on average, you're not outperforming fifteen percent credit card interest. No, I think if you if anybody comes if you talk to any professional in my opinion, in my opinion, and they say, Hey, I can guarantee you 10% or more per year, I would run as fast as I can the other direction. 
because that is unrealistic. That's not the way the stock market works. There are some Correct. years where it's up 20, like last year, and some years, like when COVID hit, it was down 35%. It's an average. Mm-hmm. That is whenever, What is the average over the last 30, 40 years? Um, so I, I'm not going to go into the last 30, 40 years. I'm not sure about that. But like, I think the best thing to realize is that like basically since the stock market has existed, mm-hmm. it's average, I think, the S&P... 11%, 10%, 12%, like somewhere in that range. It kind of varies depending on how you track it. But so you might 11% is probably a good. So you might be able to outperform that credit card debt. But the chances are pay off that 16 to 24% interest rate before you even think about investing money. Because that's you're losing way more than you're investing. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like I said, it's just because the stock market was up, like mm-hmm. let's just say 20% last year, doesn't mean it's going to be up. 10% next year, or you're going to have a string of positive years. My point is with credit cards, you can have a negative stock market return five years in a row. There is no rhyme or reason, right? So it's not like just because it was up last year, it's going to be down next year. Um, so you just don't know when these percents are going to come. Whenever you're talking about investing, we always, I always talk about long-term, 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 right? So that's usually 10 plus years in my book. Mm-hmm. So Just don't get mad about a couple down years because chances are it's going to pop back up. Correct. And I would again, say all my clients would tell you that I beat that like a dead yeah. horse. But you have to pay off your high interest credit card debt before you even dabble. Yeah. 100%. That's a, the best investment you can do is pay off a 24% interest rate. It's a 24% gain. Yes. I can't beat that. No. And if I did. You had a damn good year. I wouldn't be here. Also correct. <laughs> You'd be doing the podcast. Yeah, but you wouldn't know. I might be remote here. We'd be in a better (laughs) studio. We'd have producers. Yeah, I'd stretch the legs out. Um, They barely reach the table. Yeah, I think that's it. Is there anything else that I discussed? I I think we got on everything that we talked about. Yeah, I'm trying to think here. I'd like to dive a lot deeper in a lot of these little subtopics that we come up with. So I'm glad that you're taking good notes. Because one thing we talked about last time is... This has nothing to do with the investment part or wealth part is um, I like how you take notes during our podcast because you're actually listening to listen to me and then thoughts pop in your head. You write it down really quickly and you go right back into it. Whereas me, a lot of people, um, me and our first two podcasts, and if you listen to them, you heard I talked, we we had this whole thing. I talked. I, I asked AJ, I said, why didn't you tell me to shut up? Like, I interrupted you 17,000 times because I feel like there's this dead space, but I, we find ourselves talking, listening to talk instead of listening to listen. Yeah. So my point in that entire thing is I like how you keep notes because I want to go back to a lot of these things that you just brought up because I think we can dive 10, 15 minutes into all these little subcategories and make some good content based off that too. Yeah, I have a lot to say in the finance. Like, I just deal with it every day, and there's so many subtopics and discussions and concerns. I try to write down. This is a good tip. I try to write down. Everybody that I talk to has a different feeling about money or a circumstance or a a view, and they always have their own concerns. I try to always write those down because those are good pieces of content for Mm -hmm. me too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I love it. That's about all I got. Save. I think we... Reduce bad debt. Invest wisely. I think we skip our little health tip of the week. I think we're just we're gonna I have to bounce. About that though. Yeah, but we're, I know, we're we deep. got we're deep in this already. Yeah, and we have a long topic to go over. I feel like we're gonna do our best to give update on life, dad life, 
we might have, in general. We might have to alternate between wealth and health. Yeah. It, it depends on how long the topics last. So you're going to get a mix of a lot of different things on every podcast. Yeah. All right. You ready to jump in? Let's do it. This is 99% about you. I'm going to do my best to share my Hopefully thoughts. Hopefully 100% about me for the rest of your life. Yeah, but you understand. <laughs> yeah. You're going to do 99% of talking. All right. So divorce yep. is the main topic. The topic of the day. Wealth might have taken over that a little bit, but... Um, We're going to dive in. So 2023, you went through a divorce. Tough year. Tough year. Yeah. Take us through um, kind of your experience, your thoughts. Um, but all this goes back to, real quick, the purpose of our podcast, to share our personal experiences, to share your story about uh, your daughter, which, dude, that even makes me like, I hate, yeah. I don't get emotional. I hate that. But, yeah. uh, you know, my kids, like, it just means a lot to us, and I think it can help other people. Yeah. So sharing some of our experiences like this, which is because maybe very you can learn you. from something I went through, and stop that from happening in your own life, yeah. or deal with it in a certain way, that a better way. Um, that's always going to be my goal. Is I'm trying to learn from things that I've done in my life, and if you can learn from things that I've done, then I think that's awesome. Yeah, and I feel like whenever I listen to podcasts about people, and I'm going through a similar situation or something, you know, because nobody's perfect, we're all mm-hmm. got our things going on. Um, kind of gives me a different perspective. You know, it helps it me. It hits home a little bit more. Yeah. So just wanted to preface that, but I'm going to let you take it away. Texan scored a touchdown before we jump in. What are we at here? It's 20. Dude, it's going to be 24-14. Didn't see that coming. Sheesh. All right. So I think I think we talked about, I'm again, we're rehashing a lot of this. Um, so we're going to have it. You've, you've known the entire story forever so um married for seven years together for 12 i think <laughs> yeah my my notes not to be perfect it's just a good idea though. <laughs> i she actually i when i said i was on trt for like six eight ten months she's like Corey, you've been on it for way over a year what are you talking about I'm like I i'm bad at numbers um married for seven two beautiful amazing daughters um but our marriage ended last year. Um, and I think we talked about last time that I kind of feel really fortunate on how our divorce went because I have a lot of people who come to my office or just come to my life in general and talk about their divorces and how they're the divorce took forever and their husband wouldn't do this or their wife wouldn't do this and all just this toxic things that have happened. And Eric and I, like, process a lot, like, the entire process took a long time as far as, like, figuring out what we were going to do, um, figuring out where we were going to live, um, deciding whether or not this was the step we were going to take, but filed to divorce in two weeks, which doesn't happen. Because we didn't argue about a single thing. Nothing. We agreed on the entire custody of our children. Um, I have them twice a week. She has them twice a week. We alternate every other weekend. But we see the kids every single day. Like, I take them to school every day. She picks them up every day. The off weekend, like today we were at a birthday party together. Um, Yeah, I was there. I was actually, and honest to God, 
I actually thought this because obviously I know your story. We're close. Um, I did, I've never seen anything like it, man. It's like if nobody knew from the outside, I would think that the way you guys get along, they would think you're still together. I truly feel yeah, that way. I mean, we're just not going to be toxic in public ever. There's no chance. We're not. I, know, gonna... I just felt like there was a mutual respect. And you're there yeah. for the kids. You're there for our friend. Um, there, there is a family in town, and I'm not going to say their names. You know who they are. They have uh, uh, four kids together between the two. Um, the new husband and wife, but the ex-husband is everywhere with all of them and they all get along at all times. And I talked to somebody about that last night. They were at the basketball game and I was like, this is what I want to be. I want to be the family who things didn't work out with me and Erica. That doesn't mean we can't support one another. We're still parents to two beautiful children and we have to be the best parents we can be at all times too many couples end a marriage and there's just this animosity that regardless of what happened why you got divorced i get everybody's everybody's situation is different i'm not gonna downgrade any any way anybody handles their situation but eric and i have we know that no matter what is happening our relationship, our relationship for those girls is going to be a hundred percent at all times. So during divorce, I mean, we didn't like. Again, I think we brought it up last time. Fortunately for both of us, we are financially okay. She so, is so. Both you and Erica are very successful, and my I think to anybody that would that knows yeah. you, I, I I can say that you're both you're both very intelligent people mm -hmm. and um I, I think that helps a lot for sure now we all have our flaws but i think prefacing that a little bit also helps other people understand your yeah. situation so but yeah i agree 100 percent. and i get the question all the time like she took you for everything right i'm like <laughs> no she's a lawyer she's well she's an attorney <laughs> but she does well for herself she yeah. she's a fantastic attorney um, has worked her way up, does works in an awesome law firm, does a great job. But my question, or my, my thought process, every time somebody asks me that is, you do realize I'm still the father to their, her children, right? Like, why would she want to do anything that is going to hurt my ability to parent my children? And vice versa. Like, there's so many cuss, and I'm again, everybody's situation is different, and I'm not judging anyone. I'm not trying to say, I'm not sitting on this high horse and saying, my divorce went better than mm -hmm. yours. You need to do it this way, or else you're not doing it correctly. Everyone's situation is different. I'm telling you that we have understood that being a parent is always going to be our priority from here on out, and we have to do what's best for them and by doing what's best for them is what's doing best for the other with her. Yeah. Can I jump in real quick? Yeah. If first off, I think what you said is awesome. Um, if you truly want what's best for your kids, in my opinion, this is a little bit of a strong take here. Screwing the other person is not the right answer. Correct. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to get off that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm opinionated about things, but like, I understand everybody's situation different, and there's a lot of variables on why people break up, which I was going to press you a little bit about earlier. Um, just like 
you can't screw the other person if you truly want what's best for your kids, in my opinion. We brought up an analogy, and I know you you said we had out the rails. Regardless if you like the president, hate the president, this president, <laughs> any other president, you should always root for them because if they don't succeed, you don't succeed. Same thing. Regardless if you like your ex-wife or you hate your ex-husband, hate, hate them, like them, whatever, you should always root for them because they're still the parents to your children. Now, if you don't have kids, then you can root, you can root against them all you want. Um, that's a whole different topic. But I didn't say that. <laughs> if, if you have children, like they have to be the only thing you're thinking about from here on out. So you have to root for them to do better. Now, you said you have to do what's best for your kids. And that's a tough topic. Because in her eyes doing what's best for the kids was not I didn't do what's best for the kids Being, what's doing there? best for the kids would be to to work out anything that needed to be worked out as and a family as a family together together and the last couple months I, I'm not a I, I'm not gonna pretend that I'm a perfect husband by any stretch of imagination perfect dad anything guilty uh, maybe even worse at some point in times um I was absent for a multitude of reasons that we've talked about. I started my own practice seven years ago, and I dove in. And I think that being a business owner, I think a lot of business owners will understand where I'm coming from here. Um, I did a bad job at prioritizing what really matters. And I dove 100% deep into what I thought was going to be best for everybody involved, which was build this practice up, get myself into as many things as I can around here to get in front of enough people's eyes to be able to build my practice to not only help the community, because that's obviously what I wanted to do. I've given, like, my goal is to help this community, but I also wanted to be financially independent so I could do, I could work my ass off now and enjoy and sit back later and what and and see my kids grow up see that's the tough part in my mind seeing what they did from 0 to 7 was i hate to say this unimportant because i wanted to see like i don't ever want to miss a a game I don't ever want to miss a play. I don't ever want to miss a dance. But the practices, I don't care about. And that's a flaw for me. So I had this mindset of let's grind now so I can sit back later. I think a similar mindset to you, to what you said earlier was people always wait till later because I'll have the money later. If I make money later, I'll be able to do this. Yeah, it applies both ways. I'm going to be the same person five years from now. I'm going to be like, I'm going to grind so I don't miss their college stuff. I didn't have the correct mindset. And I think I've 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 learned a lot from this. Can I can I uh, yeah. put my two cents in here? Um I didn't plan on cussing a lot, but it's fucking hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, I know whether you're a business owner or not, like my kids are juggling sports. There's only two of us. We got three kids, they're all playing sports now. Uh being there for your wife or your significant other, trying to grow a business trying to be a professional, trying to uh, 
enjoy ourselves, right? Like playing golf, whatever mm-hmm. we want to do, trying to stay in shape. It's, it's incredibly difficult to balance everything. And that's as honest as I can be. And we care about this stuff. That's, that's, it's important to us. Like we feel very strongly about this because it's hard to balance those things. Mm-hmm. But and, you have yeah. what you said last time and you can dive into it. You have to prioritize. And yeah. I don't, you said something like, I don't remember what you do, but you, what did you say? You like kind of sit down. If like you get your, if you go too deep into one little aspect, you kind of do a self-evaluation, talk to Sandy about it. Yeah. I try to, I try to be self-aware. I feel like I'm always trying to gain knowledge. I feel like, um, I've, I've done a, a good job. God, hopefully Sandy agrees with this. Uh, she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. But my point is, is that I'm not stupid enough. I try to be self-aware. I don't think I know everything. I realize that sometimes I neglect uh, my marriage for uh, for something else, or I neglect my kids so I can play golf. Or, and honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, sometimes it, it screws with my head a little bit because mm-hmm. I feel like, man, I'm not being the best uh, father, the best husband, or, hey, I deserve this. Or, like, you know, sometimes I want to go. I'm like, dude, I just want to go. The difference in what relax. you're saying is you were aware of it. Yeah. And I think I was blind to it. Like, it never crossed my mind. Because in my mind, I was doing everything for them. But in reality, I don't think I was. I think I was doing it for myself. I know I was doing it for myself. But my rationale was, I have to create the best life for them. And I'm not, let me take this back. I'm not an absent father. I tuck my kids yeah, in bed. I, like, you got to give yourself a little yeah, bit of credit I, here. I think you kind of yeah, went a little bit too, yeah, too I, deep on I yourself. I feel like I feel like people are going to get from this that like I was never there, didn't do anything. Piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm still at home every single night. I put the kids to bed. Like I put the girls to bed every night. But on a Saturday, somebody asked me to play golf. I'm probably going to pick that over something else. Which that's where I needed to like. Sometimes that s- is the right answer, though. Every once in a while, yeah, AJ. But I play, you know. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not gonna. We put in some. Ra- I put in some rounds of golf. Um, it, but my rationale was, I do it on Wednesdays when I'm off, and Fridays before the girls get out of school, so I'm not missing anything. Or taken out of our business to to try to play. Yeah, but there's so many other. But there's so many other things I could do with that time. To, make my rest of my week easier, so I could do the thing, do things with the girls. Yeah, but. I get we that we can always do more. Like correct. I th- I just need I needed to sit. I think the last couple months, I've realized that I need to evaluate where my priorities are, and I need to grow as a as a a person as a father, because one of our friends just had a child, and he made a Facebook post today that he always gauged his success on how hard he was grinding in his business. And he's a month into being a dad and already has a better concept on it than I do after five years or six years. Jesus, four and six. That sometimes you need to gauge your success on how well you work as a family and how good of a dad you are. Now, the other aspect of that is if you don't succeed in your business or your work, you can't be a good dad either. Yeah, you're failing. Yeah. You just have to find that balance. It's balance. It's it's and, a cop out answer, but it's true. And I don't know if I found opinion. it yet, but I think I've gotten a lot better at it since. Um, 
but I, I mean, we talked about this and our friends give me crap about it. Obviously they don't mean anything mean by it, but I'm going through a weird time. I'm 35 and live with my parents. Now we discussed, it's not because I have to, it's because stability, stability. It was an easy move for me. And I made a lot of big decisions very quickly. And I just wanted to stop, put my kids in a situation, a place where they felt safe and secure because they love, we have, Eric and I had both have a phenomenal sets of parents who would do anything for those girls at a drop of a dime. And our girls loved them dearly. So I just, I wanted to put them in a stable situation. Um, but it, it does, it does get to your head though. Like I have, <laughs> I think I told you this the other day, like I had a patient was talking about her, know, her boyfriend's sister or brother, whatever it was. And they're like, he's 30, he's 35 years old living with his parents. What a deadbeat. And I'm like, yeah, what a piece of shit. And in reality, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm living with my parents. Now I get circumstances are different, but it's still, it messes with you. I think you're, you're taking time to self-evaluate and though. And that's kind of what, that's, that's my goal right now is to just try to find out not only who I am, but who I want to be. And I don't mean like, I'm not agreeing. I just mean like as a father, as a person, as a business owner, as a friend. It's tough to admit that though. It is. I'm being it honest is. with you because. Because you, you know this and, uh, I, I, I said something to Cody's wife um, last weekend. I was having dinner over there, and I said, I have a fault of I always think I'm the most intelligent person in the room. I always think I'm right at all times. I will argue with you until the sky turns 17. You know what I mean? Like, I have this fault of being a perfectionist at all times. I've tried to learn, sit back, evaluate that and take steps to lower my sense of, I don't want to say self-worth because you don't want to lower your sense of self-worth, but just calm down a little bit. I, so this goes back. And you know this about me. Like I have, yeah, a, I have you a problem. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that statement. I think number one, going back a little bit, you know me, and I know you. I'm fucking competitive. Yes. I want to win. And mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean money. That doesn't necessarily mean fame or, like, want to show everybody that. It's mm-hmm. just, like, I feel like I'm leaving stuff I can do on the table, and mm-hmm. I hate that feeling. I can't sleep. We're the same. I, You know that. I want to maximize my potential, and I lose sleep. I get anxiety about it, like, and I want my business. Like, I just want to do all these things, and that I feel like... That can be bad at times. Yeah, I'm uber competitive in all aspects. I want to be the best at everything my entire life. My dad instilled that at an early age. You grind, no one can beat you. You have to be the best at everything. <laughs> you have to. And unfortunately, I wasn't the best of being at being a husband. Yeah. And that's my... That's tough. Though. This, that's tough. this is going to be a ridiculous thing to say, but... Everything that I've ever done in life or set my mind to, I've succeeded at. Everything. And this one I didn't. And this is the biggest one. 
Yeah. So, like, you can fail business. You can start a new business. You can fail at a million different things, and you can learn from them. This is a big fail for me. Yeah. But sometimes you're fail. You're going to learn more. Not sometimes. Every time you're going to learn learn more from your failures than you are to your successes. One thousand percent. That's in every. You have to be willing to lose. Yeah. In all aspects, sports, life, business, everything. If you're not going to be willing to lose, you're never going to grow, and you're never going to become a better version of yourself. Yeah. And. I hope that both of us become better versions of ourselves because at the end, we just weren't giving each other our best versions anymore. Dude, I I completely agree with everything you said. I fight this personally a lot. Like, I can get be a very fiery person at sometimes, like sports with kids right now. Like, man, I just, I don't have it in me not to, like, help coach or, to, like, mm-hmm. not to, like, I, I, don't, I don't yell. I don't do any of those, the stuff that you see some dads do. But I just, like... I don't know what it's it is, fire. dude. It, I like. I want to embrace it, but it, sometimes I'm like acting on some of those raw feelings. It's tough. Uh, and I'm I'm kind of kind of trying to make a circle here. Like whenever I'm being like that, or I feel like I'm being irrational, or I'm just super emotional, or like in the moment, I'm like, I try to remind myself, what would a how would a wise person act? I always use the word wise. I think wise mm-hmm. for me personally means a lot. Yes. Uh, in marriage, smart, yeah. In in money. And everything I do, because usually they're calm. They're like, I always think of Bill Belichick. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. Just like, not a huge fiery guy. Like, yes, he's competitive, but just middle of the road Mm -hmm. doesn't mean he's not fired up. Not going to let the highs and lows affect him as much. Yes, and he's going to, and that's going to help him, I think, make better decisions. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, we get an argument. You got divorced. Like, trust me, I've had my fair share of, Mm -hmm. of arguments with Sandy. And... You say stuff out of raw feeling, and immediately I like I'll look back after I cool down. I'm like, you're so stupid. Mm-hmm. I get like, that. And I, and, but I, because I try to view, I try to be aware, and I'm like, Sandy, did you just hear he said he was so stupid? No, I I try to do that. Like if I do something, and somebody's like, dude, what do you do that? I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm, I was that was a dumb move. I mm-hmm. don't know what else to tell you. I apologize. I try to be honest about it, own but, it. But wise, the word wise to me just like it. You know, I want to be here. I get it. So, so the you don't get the peaks and valleys. Yeah, yeah. The it's, I know I didn't hard, talk. Though. Yeah, I know I didn't talk about much of the details on like process of why we got divorced. I was going to press you on that earlier, so uh, we can dive in that a de- on a different date. My my goal to this conversation today was to your point. If you have children and you want the best for your children, you should always root for that other parent. Because if they aren't succeeding in life, your kids aren't going to get the best version of themselves. So I will root for her forever. Because if I'm not rooting for her, I'm not rooting for my kids. And I promise you I'll root for those kids over any any anything on planet Earth for the rest of yeah. their damn lives. I know you feel very strongly about that. They are my number one forever. And whether... Or not, you view divorce as failing or not, you still have to grow and learn from it and be the best version of yourself moving forward for your kids. And just know, I think Erica said this the other day. She said that 
she feels like she failed, we failed them because they're not going to see their mom and dad live a happy life together. And my response was, you're right, but they will see two parents who coexist phenomenally, who will always root for them, who will always have their back, who will always support them, and will always show them unconditional love. And just because we don't live in the same house doesn't mean we can't do that for our kids. I think the way that you're describing it, and it sounds like you're both approaching it, is by far can definitely be the healthier option. I remember I said that last time, but mm-hmm. like staying together and I'm assuming you did try to make it work. We didn't have to dive into that. Yeah. Um, a lot of variables there, but um, it could be unhealthy for the kids if it's not healthy inside the house. And everybody's, everybody's situation is different. And I'm not saying get divorced. Life's great on the other Correct. side. It's more yeah. like, Hey, just, I think the key word of this entire. And don't get me wrong. Podcast. Sorry to cut you off here, but no, don't good. get me wrong. It's I mean, not like there's days that she doesn't hate me yeah. or I don't do something to piss her off or vice versa where I just want to be like, what are you doing? But that doesn't mean you can't work. And I, I know this is going to sound ridiculous because we got divorced and I'm trying to tell you to work through things. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have, when you get divorced, if you get divorced, you're going to have days that you, you can't stand the other person. But you still have to you still have to be there for your kids. So you cannot take it out. You can't you can't take it out on the other person. Gotcha. I hear so many and we're or I know we're rehashing, but I hear so many times. I see Facebook posts after Facebook posts after Facebook posts of just husbands or wives just being petty and ridiculous. Irrational. Irrational. Your kids should be number one forever. I will argue with anybody, and I'm not, I get it. Circumstances are different with every case. Doesn't matter. Your kids are number one. So, unless, it, do what's best for the kids. Yeah. That's the moral of this entire statement from me. Yeah. I think wrapping this up for me is um, audit yourself, have some self awareness. I think that applies to money, uh, life, divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we all get out of whack. We all don't save enough sometimes or, or we spend money on stupid stuff like auditing where you're spending money. Audit where you're spending your time. Yep. Evaluate how much time you're actually giving important people in your life. Correct. Um, I agree 100%. That's, that's all I got. Let's get on a lighter topic before we end this podcast. So next week, we'll give you a new, whole new topic, main topic to talk about. We're going to start with some health, then maybe add some wealth to it. Um, in the meantime, who do you got in this game? Well, I'm going to be uh, try to be wise here. The Texans are up 10. 24-14, like a quarter way through the third quarter. Yeah, I'm going to take Texans. I'm going to take Browns coming back. Who you got in the game tonight? Uh, Chiefs-Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, negative 30 windshield. Is that right? Can I confirm or deny that? Okay, I'm going to go with the Chiefs just because... Because uh, you like to be wrong. Patrick Mahomes is clearly... Clearly, the better quarterback. It's not even really close. And clearly, clearly, that cold weather is going to slow Tyreek Hill down. I don't. We don't need Tyreek Hill. We need a running <laughs> game. Guess who has the better running game between those two teams? I'll wait for it. 
All right, I'll bet you. Uh, I'll bet you. Deal. I'll take Alani it. knew two two energy oh drinks that uh, the Chiefs win. I'll bet you Brickhouse lunch next week. I'm in. Deal. Done. Fins by ten. By the way, <laughs> that's bold. Who are the Packers playing? At, at Cowboys. I'm a big Packers fan. Dallas is gonna destroy them. I'll tell you what, though. Regardless of what happens in this game. Dak Prescott's gonna throw over four. I don't even yards. care. Don't even care. What hell the, of a hell of a run to make the playoffs. What the Packers did this year, yes. after going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love and the stats he put up, I don't care. They are the youngest team. They're the youngest team to ever make the playoffs. Did you know that? As far as av- like total age on the team, yeah, average age. On, I didn't know youngest that. ever. That means and you're gonna have some good fan, years ahead of you. I feel pretty good. That's good. I did not think but that way coming season. They're not making it out of the first round. That's, I mean, what other games we got? Seven point underdogs. I wouldn't expect them. To what win. other games we got? Ooh, Lions Rams. I'm gonna go Lions. My favorite game of the week, honestly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Lions. I know there's a little bit of revenge stuff with Stafford, mm. a little bit of revenge with Goff, and um, a little Porter being out. Big loss. Highland, Highland product. Mm-hmm. Big loss. Fantasy tight end for me this year. Big big loss. I'm gonna go Lions. Me I th- too. I think. Well, I I want the Lions to win. I I'm Rams a Packers have looked fan. good the last couple weeks, but. I think the Lions had it. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna get done. What else They've we got? Had too good of a year for me to just. Yeah, I agree. What else we I got? Like Dan Campbell. Um, I don't want to look. How like do we not know the teams to play? Like well, Tampa Bay. Who's Tampa Bay playing? Eagles. Home game. Oh, Eagles. Oh my. AJ Brown not playing. He's out. Yeah. Uh, uh, Philadelphia bake. minus three. Shake and bake. We do some spread. Action. Shake and bake. I'm gonna take the Eagles. Shake and bake. Going Eagles. Timeout. I know so we got we got lunch. Huh? Now we're betting uh, golf or our golf fees on this one. Well, that's a much bigger bet. It's twenty bucks. Yeah, but I would rather I'll take twenty. I'll take the golf bet on Chiefs Dolphins. Deal. Lunch on Shake and Bake. I don't even know what Shake and Bake means. Baker Mayfield. No, I'm out on Baker. Yeah, I know. That's why you took the Eagles. Shake and Bake. I'll take the Eagles. Shake and Bake by a million. I'm gonna take the Bills versus Steelers. Oh, uh, that's not even a game. I'm gonna take the Lions. I'm going to take the Packers, obviously. Don't care. Ride or die, baby. Take the Chiefs, and uh, I think it'd be dumb not to take the Texans. They still could lose, but I mean. David and Goku. And Joku. And Joku. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, driving. Well, I think they're on their. I don't think they're driving, but. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And I think Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. From ESPN, they're on their own 32, so I wouldn't call it qualify this hey, driving. But. Is uh, Joe Flacco NFL? Super Bowl champ. I don't know, is he? I think he won, didn't he? With the oh, the Ravens and Ravens. Ravens? Yeah, I think so. That's, that's like Trent Dilfer, dude. I mean, come on, Got the best. Did C.J. Stroud won a Super Bowl? Not yet. Did he win a national championship? Hey, quick update here. I don't know live, who he played for. <laughs> live on the set, Miles is playing. He's uh, four for four in free throws right now. Let's go. So. Has he made any? Actual baskets. Uh, that's just the latest update. Just, just drives, yeah. drives, and getting fouled. That's right, baby. All right, boys. All right, boys, girls, everybody who's listening. I think just boys, listeners, no. listeners, listeners. No, I, just, I meant like I don't think We're we have. Deep. A, I don't think we have a female listener yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one or two. This is a long one. Long uh, one. We'll see you next week. You got anything? Nope. I'm out. Peace out. See you. See you. Thank you for listening. As always, the shared information is intended for general purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical or financial advice. Please consult with a qualified professional for any questions you may have.